0: From the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Two O hit hard to third and it gets past the third baseman Clark down the left field line, rounding third, headed home. Toplanski will score.
0: The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor. By Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuel's Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. By the Baylor Club at mclean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged.
1: Dot. That is Colby Branch, the lead runner at third. This one is hit. That's short into left field. Branch will come home to score. It is bobbled in left field.
0: Here comes Simmons. The relay not in time. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears.
1: In the air, the right center field. The right fielder, Cole Tremaine, is there. He grabs it, and that is the ball game. Hamilton, Oliver slams the door shut in the ninth inning. Bears win the series finale,
0: 5-3 over Oklahoma. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton.
1: and welcome to John Morris show on a Monday glad you are with us highlights from the weekend from our television broadcast on Baylor vision fun weekend to be out of Baylor ballpark Baylor over Oklahoma two out of the three games uh, beginning on Thursday 10-6 Bears Friday uh, was 6-3 Oklahoma 14 walks by Baylor pitchers in that game and then Saturday, the rubber game of the series, the Bears won at 5-3 to three over OU. Their first win this year when scoring less than six runs, but two out of three by the Bears. We'll hear from Mitch Thompson coming up in the hour.
2: Yeah, the, the Friday game was just so uncharacteristic. Yeah. Because even when they've struggled this season, the pitching has been great, especially as far as throwing strikes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they still lead the Big 12 in strikeouts by a pretty good clip. So them to, for them to walk 14, that's, I would say, kind of an aberration. And I think that showed, you know, I think that showed Saturday. They turned it around yeah. it and pitched really well.
1: Yeah, certainly to that level. Well, how about this? Compared to Thursday night, Thursday night, zero walks by right. better pitchers. And so that's Saturday, you, Friday,
2: 14. Right. Even this season, like I said, you know, in some of the games that they've struggled and given up some runs, it's been hits. It hadn't been because they've given up a lot of free bases. Yeah.
1: So a really good weekend for Baylor baseball, two out of three over Oklahoma. Uh, the coming out of the weekend series, um, and we'll look at those results a little closer, but home teams have won 13 out of 15 home series in the big 12 so far. How about that? Wow. Yeah, that's that's pretty, I mean, that's, to me that shows a lot of parity among the schools, um, and it shows just what a home field advantage can do for you.
2: Right, and but even that that much is a little surprising. I know. You know like, yeah, me too. Exactly. Um, but looking at the results from over the weekend, another thing I noticed, you didn't see a lot of sweeps. A yeah. lot of two-to-one yeah. series. Sweeps are
1: hard to do. Yeah. There were no sweeps this weekend, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Baylor, two out of three over Oklahoma. TCU, two out of three at home over Oklahoma State. Texas, two out of three over Kansas State and Austin. And uh, the one road win was Kansas went to uh, Morgantown and won two out of three from West Virginia. West Virginia has been involved in the two that were not home field sweeps. They um, Oh,
2: so the only two
1: yeah, involved home West losses were West
2: Virginia. Oh, well, involved they, them.
1: Okay. Yes, involved them. Because one, they went on the road. I want to say Kansas, no, Kansas was this weekend. They went on the road and beat somebody two out of three. And then they lost two out of three at home to Kansas this weekend. So West Virginia in the middle of both of those that weren't home field uh, series victories in the Big 12. But a really good weekend for Baylor and a nice bounce back weekend. Remember last week they were zero and four during the week, including getting swept on the road by Kansas. Uh, Come home, win Tuesday over SFA, and then as we said, win two out of three. So they went uh, three and one on the week. Really, really nice.
2: Yeah, and it you know it kind of a lot of people will overlook the importance of those midweek games, especially if you're not playing you know quote unquote maybe a top tier opponent. But they're very important, especially like when you were struggling like Baylor was mm-hmm. they they really got the bats going and mm-hmm. almost run ruled in that game and yeah. it carried over to this weekend against Oklahoma.
1: Yeah. So uh we're talking a lot of baseball today coming out of the weekend uh and hear from Mitch Thompson coming up later in the hour. Uh Aaron how was your Easter weekend? How things go for you?
2: It was great. It was great. I uh we had Easter dinner I had Easter dinner with uh, at a friend's house with some other friends uh, a bunch of Uh, a few ex-co-workers. Oh, nice. So we all got together and and had tacos for Easter. It was Ah. pretty pretty awesome. Traditional
1: Easter tacos. I I
2: think we're going to make it a tradition, yeah. (laughs) That's pretty pretty awesome. You cannot go wrong with tacos any day, especially on Easter. It was great.
1: Very cool. We had our whole family over Saturday uh, after the baseball game. I mean, they were already there. I joined them after the baseball game. But uh, we we sort of had an untraditional uh, menu, I guess. It was great. Um, Terry makes these, uh, pasta shells that are filled with, I don't know what they're called. I mean, they're filled with ricotta cheese and things like that. Um, tortellini. Not real. I mean, the shells are like the size the, of my the hand. big ones. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I know shell.
2: exactly what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: So I don't know what those are called, but that was kind of the main course. And, uh, it was really, really good Had some Brussels sprouts, a big salad to go with it. So that was ours. Maybe that's a little untraditional also, although for Easter, what would be traditional Easter? I,
2: I think a lot of people do ham. Ham, yeah, yeah that's but, what I'm thinking. You know, I mean, we do ham every Thanksgiving and yeah. Christmas, along with the turkeys. So right, I mean, right. <laughs> try to do something else on Easter, <laughs> change it up get. a little bit, and have tacos.
1: Very nice. <laughs> well, nice weekend. It was great. Weather turned out uh, really nice yes. on Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, uh, back to baseball, they had their biggest crowd of the year, 2,176. So really good crowd, enjoying the weather. And that's with the students gone. So that was a really nice crowd, good atmosphere there. Had an Easter egg hunt on the field after the game. And uh, it was funny, we were kind of laughing. Where where do you hide Easter eggs on a – finely manicured (laughs) baseball field (laughs) there's one spot out there where the the connection to the hose comes up out of the ground Uh you know it's kind of behind the mound you could hide an egg one egg in there and that would be the only one that's really really (laughs) hidden yeah the others are just kind of scattered about the infield so uh but uh, a lot of kids out there that was really fun to see at the end of the day end of the weekend on saturday So, uh, nice weather Saturday, continued into Sunday, and uh, just a nice Easter weekend all the way around. Um, What else? Uh, Baylor baseball is back in action on the road at Dallas Baptist tomorrow night and then home hosting Texas. Big weekend series ahead hosting the Longhorns this weekend. They took two of three from Kansas State over the weekend. So, uh, Mitch Thompson, you'll hear him say uh, it's a recorded interview. You'll hear him say that uh, he hopes that home field Dominance continues Hope for Baylor this keeps weekend. Up, yeah <laughs> which would be big. Texas now leading the league, having taken two of three from K-State. Oklahoma State was leading the league going into the weekend, but they dropped two of three in Fort Worth to TCU. All right, we're off and running on this Monday. We're glad you are with us. Uh, still a holiday for some people. Enjoy it. Make the most of it. We'll uh, try to keep you entertained here in the 3 o'clock hour. take a break and be right back from the Alan Samuels Studios. Thanks to Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business.
3: Coach Mitch Thompson and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Baylor Baseball back in action Tuesday on the road, headed to Dallas to take on Dallas Baptist. 6.15 for the warm-up show, 630 first pitch for Baylor DBU Baseball Tuesday. This is the home for Baylor Bear Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. It's Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels in Waco, and the deals couldn't be any hotter. Get a new 2023 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab with values up to $4,250 plus 4.9% for 72 months. Or get a new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab with 1.9% for 72 months or 10% off MSRP. That's right. Come pick from the best selection of brand new inventory in Central Texas at Allen Samuels in Waco while supplies last.
3: Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them we use a variety of methods to keep rodents out be proactive not reactive let 855 bugs ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan visit 855 bugs.com now to schedule your free inspection
0: you're listening to espn central texas live from the Allen samuel studios
5: Are you looking for an air conditioning and heating company that is family-owned and operated and offers honest and fair pricing? Haddix Heating and Air specializes in residential installation, service, and new construction for homeowners throughout Central Texas. They service all makes and models and offer free estimates. Check out their five-star ratings and Google reviews. Haddix Heating and Air, 254-301-5373 and on Facebook. Member Better Business Bureau, licensed TACLB 106271E mm mm-hmm.
1: This John Morris Show on a Monday. Go ahead.
2: Love grows where my rosemary goes.
1: No? no? Oh, okay. No, I don't know. <laughs> if you'd listen to more of it, you would not be guessing that.
2: That was just some random. I had no idea what it was, so I was just like, <laughs> what random great. song can pop into my very head? Yeah, it was that one.
1: That's very random. Uh, Superfly. Who's Superfly?
2: Oh, um, Isaac Hayes. Be. I mean, did the song, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um you mean the the actor?
1: No, that song. That's Oh. I can't remember.
2: It, it is it's, I think I'm pretty sure it's Isaac Hayes. Okay. Yep.
1: So so there you go as we uh ramble through that bump music rejoin, we welcome <laughs> you back, John Morris show alongside Aaron Sexton on ESPN Central Texas. Uh new polls out, new baseball poll is out for the week. L- LSU, excuse me, remains number one in the nation. Um, hang on, pulling this up. Uh, LSU remains number one. Uh, and they were the preseason number one. And they are really rolling in Baton Rouge. Wake Forest is number two in the nation. I hadn't really noticed that till this week. They were They were second a week ago, now tied for second in the poll with Florida, also at number two. Uh, Vanderbilt is number four, Arkansas, five, Virginia, six, South Carolina, seven, Stanford, eight, East Carolina, nine, Louisville is 10, Kentucky is 11. Two Kentucky schools uh, are 10 and 11, Tennessee is 12. So of the top 12 in the nation, one, two, three, four, five, six are SEC schools. And that's down from last week.
2: Pretty impressive.
1: Last week, I think it was seven of the top 11.
2: Very, yeah, very similar to the Big 12 in basketball.
1: Yep, yep, very much so, with more to choose from. Make sure I got that number right. One, two, three, four, five, six, yeah, no, seven of the top 12. So seven of the top 12 are SEC schools. Uh, North Carolina is 13, Boston College 14. Florida Gulf Coast is number 15 in the nation. The Campbell Camels. Are number sixteen in the nation?
5: Wow! Yeah,
1: where'd Parody's that come, come from? Come to
2: college baseball? <laughs> yeah,
1: how about that? <laughs> the Campbell Camels are number sixteen. Oklahoma State is number seventeen. They are the highest ranked Big Twelve school this week. They were, I think, sixteenth last week, and again dropped two of three to TCU and dropped one spot. Uh, Oklahoma State is seventeen. Texas is nineteen. Texas Tech is twenty. West Virginia is 25, TCU is 27, Baylor's opponent tomorrow, DBU is number 29, and uh, those are the big 12 schools plus Baylor's next opponent that are in the top. It's a top 30, really, with this, the National Collegiate Baseball Writers Association poll. So there's a look at that, top 25 poll. Talk some baseball here from Mitch Thompson coming up next segment. Mentioned Baylor uh, softball. They're back from Tennessee, How'd and they do. They did very well, thank you, <laughs> very well. Uh, played three games in Knoxville and won all three. Beat Mercer, beat Tennessee one to nothing, and beat Tennessee eight to five.
2: Yeah, great, great road trip with two huge victories over Tennessee, uh, and a really, really good Tennessee team. A yeah. Tennessee team.
1: On their home field, right?
2: That rank. They were ranked number four for a reason. Yeah, deservedly so. Yeah. So that's two huge wins for Baylor over Tennessee
1: team that was averaging just under eight runs per game, and they were shut out on one hit by Dari Orp in that first game on Thursday. He's pitching pretty well this year. That's amazing. Remember <laughs> the, the Understatement name. of the year. Yeah, remember that name. So we don't have the uh, softball poll yet. I think we'll get that tomorrow. We'll visit with Glenn Moore coming up tomorrow also. So. And softball is back home and back in action tomorrow night. They're playing. Uh, it's a big game against Louisiana at Getterman Stadium. This is the old Louisiana Lafayette, and they now say please refer Louisiana to us University. as Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. So or um, just Louisiana. Yeah. yeah. So we'll try to do that, but it, it's almost like it's almost like they lose some equity because. You think about Louisiana Lafayette softball. I mean, oh man, you think, whoa, that's a really good program. World Series very regularly. Now you think Louisiana softball. Eh.
2: Who's that? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. What kind of
1: history do they You're have? You're right.
2: That's one of the few name changes that I think takes away a little bit. Yeah. I see what they're trying to do, but yeah, I mean that that name has a little more history than, especially like you said in softball.
1: Yeah, I think it does. Really does. So that's tomorrow night, six o'clock at Gatterman Stadium. Um, Baylor football is back on the practice field. Spring practice uh, resumes tomorrow. They'll practice Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday this week. Uh, we are headed toward the spring game on the 22nd, noon at McLean Stadium for the Baylor football spring game, and a lot of activities uh, surrounding that. We'll keep reminding you about that. There is a Baylor alumni uh, barbecue kick cook off that day. Kick- cook off before the kickoff. Starts at 9 a.m. on that day. A surplus sale hosted by Baylor Athletics Equipment Services. Uh, That is always really cool. That'll take place the morning of the 22nd at the Sideline Shop inside Gate C. Uh, The Green and Gold Spring Game at noon. Free admission at McLean Stadium. The Michael Johnson Invitational Clyde Hart Track and Field Stadium. 11 a.m. is the start time on Saturday the 22nd. And softball with a big series that weekend hosting Defending national champion Oklahoma at two o'clock on that Saturday. You know Oklahoma's only loss still this year is that one loss to Baylor. Pretty incredible, February nineteenth.
2: <laughs> That's. Uh, I mean, we knew obviously everyone knew it knew at the time what a big win it was, but yeah, it, it's getting bigger it the, the longer bigger they bigger. go without That's losing right. to anyone That's else. Exactly you know. right.
1: Oklahoma swept uh, Tech over the weekend in conference play, so they're like thirty. I want to say thirty-five and one now is Oklahoma's <laughs> record, and you don't, don't you know they're looking forward? to oh, they coming s- back.
2: I, I have a feeling. Yeah, that this is as close to a uh, bulletin board game as they get with that <laughs> with that score up and there. They probably don't have many. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, but I'm sure that they've been reminded. They'll get reminded a lot this yeah. week that their one loss is to Baylor. Yeah, who well, it's up.
1: not. It's not this week. It's still two All weeks. Two away. weeks away. Yeah, Excuse it's the twenty first, twenty second, and twenty third for Baylor OU softball at Getterman Stadium. so uh, And the series is already sold out, so it's already sold out. That's incredible. Here. Yeah, which means there'll be a lot of red in the stands. Yeah. If it sells out this early, right. those, uh, those Sooner fans have bought up a bunch of tickets. So that's a look ahead at some of the upcoming events in Baylor athletics. Let's do this. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll visit with Mitch Thompson, Baylor's first-year head baseball coach, Always great to visit with him. They are on the practice field right now. So, we recorded this interview this morning. Mitch was in a pretty good mood uh, when we talked this morning, (laughs) as you might expect. And he should be. So, the Bears coming off a series in which they took two of three from Oklahoma at home over the weekend. So, we'll hear from him when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. At Alliance Bank, you'll find superior service and products to meet your financial needs. Two locations in Waco, one in Temple, and one in Georgetown for Alliance Bank, Central Texas. Also brought to you by DMRA Fine Jewelers, DMRA at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged.
4: Follow the Texas Rangers in 2023 on
5: ESPN Central Texas.
4: That one is hammered to the left field. He turns, he looks, that ball up and out of here. Josh Young was able to drive it into the Mariners' bullpen. Swing and a miss at a fastball, 99 miles per hour from DeGrom, his third strikeout. Duran, the golf swing high in the air to left center. Pache turns, out of here. Texas Rangers baseball all season long on ESPN
5: Central Texas.
4: Don't miss the spring sale happening now at Lone Star Structures. Save big on in-stock storage sheds, cabins, chicken tractors, dog kennels, porch swings, and gliders. Conveniently shop their on-sale inventory online 24-7 at LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 25 years. Stop by today at Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Visit LoneStarStructures.com or call 254-583-4411. Hurry in. Sail
3: in soon. Introducing the new B.O.B., Ballin' on a Budget Family Pack at Hellberg Barbecue. The B.O.B. Family Pack feeds up to four people. It includes one pound of pork steak, a smoked then fried half chicken, half pound of sausage, two pint sides, and a pint of their famous banana pudding, all for $40. And Thursdays from 4 until 7, you can save 20% on this deal. The B.O.B. Family Pack is available for just $32. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco.
6: It's been three years since COVID-19 changed life around the world. If there's one thing we've learned during that time, it's that Central Texans are tough. Waco Family Medicine is here to remind you that COVID-19 can be more dangerous when you're unprotected. A safe, effective, and free way to stay tough against COVID is with vaccinations and boosters. Visit wacofamilymedicine.org slash vaccine for info about the safety of vaccines and a list of places to get yours in Central Texas. When it comes to COVID-19, a little poke can lead to a lot of protection.
0: Listen to the John Moore Show online at SyntexSportsFan.com.
1: Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, Diamore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive.
6: It's the first day
0: of the first grade, and she found a new best friend. It's a lady
5: Old days are being made right now have you noticed that most ice cream is now come in smaller cartons not bluebell we're still making a full
3: half gallon and a full pint of tasty goodness bluebell wouldn't have it any other way the
6: good old days are being made
4: Bluebell Pints, two for $6 at all Brookshire Brothers from now till April 18th.
0: You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: One-one the count on Simmons. Sends this one to left field. Going back, Garza Gengora at the wall. It's gone. He can walk home. It's a three-run home run off the bat of Hunter Simmons. And the Bears up their lead to 10-6 to over Oklahoma.
0: It's time for our weekly check on Baylor baseball. Is Baylor head coach Mitch Thompson with John Morris on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Back with us highlight cuts from our television broadcast over the weekend fun to be at Baylor ballpark Bears take two of three from the Oklahoma Sooners as we've talked about joined by Mitch Thompson now and uh, look back overall really good weekend anytime you win a big 12 series that's a plus
5: yeah no question and I think our guys uh, you know really competed well we played pretty good uh, you know throughout the whole series uh, we pitched well for sure on the two games that we won and uh, and and didn't do anything to help us on the mound in game in game two when we lost so uh you know you just got to continue to try and be more consistent every time out but the guys uh competed hard and it was great to get a win against OU. Let's go back to uh, Friday night. No, I'm
1: sorry, Thursday night was the series opener of this one. Finished on Saturday, but you, you fell behind four to nothing, and and as soon as they went to their bullpen, Oklahoma, you jumped on him, tied the game, and then kept pouring it on from there.
5: Yeah, and it was it really was that that kind of a deal. We needed to we needed to to grind out at bats to get their starters out of the game to get into the bullpen. It's been, you know, that's the goal of our offense every every game, getting the bullpen as fast as you can. Um, and uh, and we did, and we put up some runs, and then we, you know, we had some guys step up and, and, and swing the bat and hit three home runs, and you know had had a lot of good good things happen offensively to put up ten runs, and so uh, it was a great start to the series. A couple of guys who uh, had their first Baylor home runs on Friday
1: or on Thursday night.
5: Yeah, Colt Tremaine, uh, you know, um, has been playing here the last week, two weeks. You know, and hadn't played it hardly at all before then, and 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 has stepped up and played pretty well, and and, you know going to continue to get more and more opportunities, and then Walker Polk stepped up and had another big pinch hit home run too, so uh, and Hunter Simmons, Hunter Simmons hit his first home run here, so uh, those three guys all 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 uh, had had great nights, and it was fun to fun to score the runs and uh, and to win that one. Cole Tremaine seems like he's pretty entrenched in your lineup now.
1: That's a really good story, isn't it? Of coming from you hearing him taking extra batting practice late at night to being in the
5: lineup. Well, you know, he's he's been a kid that's just continued to work, and he's uh, and you know, as a coach, you always appreciate that. You appreciate guys who who keep their mouth shut, they play hard, they, they do what they're supposed to do, and they let you do your job as the coach. And, uh, you know, he, he he just continued to work, was a great teammate, was supportive in every way, shape, and form, ready for his moment. And, yeah, when you see him down there at 11.30, 12 o'clock at night, leaving on a Tuesday, and he's down there hitting in the cages by himself, and he's the only guy there, and he hasn't had an at-bat all season. Hmm you go, wow, okay, this guy's this guy's commitment's a little different. And, uh, you know, so so thankfully when he did get his opportunity, yeah. you know, he stepped in and, and gave us some quality at-bats and made us go, hmm, let's give him a few more. And yeah. so that's kind of what we've done here in the last couple weeks. Branch, uh,
1: Colby Branch, continues to play really well for you, both offensively and defensively.
5: I think four for four uh, with – three run triple in that first game Colby's been really consistent we need him to continue to be that he's uh he's he's kind of a spark plug for us very competitive kid and you know as we start a big 12 play I just kind of told him I said hey dude some of these some of these sometimes you can see that you're actually pressing Mm. you're trying too hard you're trying to carry the team I said you just keep being Colby Branch and everybody else will catch up to that (laughs) and, and build off of that and uh And he's done a great job. So he's been very consistent for us. Uh, The move has worked out pretty well to move him to the three hole. It's gotten him more opportunities with runners in scoring position. Cole Posey's continued to do a good job getting on base in front of him. Uh, and so, you know, that's that's probably what we're going to stick with here this week and see how we see how we can continue to move forward. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that
1: next. The uh, move came last week, I think the Stephen F. Austin game, first time you did it. All year you moved Branch out of the leadoff spot. Cole Posey stepped in. Man, he's grabbed hold of that.
5: Well, he has. And, and you know, the thing that you hesitate was a coach is – you know, putting a freshman in a three-hole spot is really kind of it's, – it's a little over, over overwhelming, yeah. you know. It's not really what you want to do. Uh, you'd much prefer your freshman hitting the six-hole. Mm-hmm. But when he would handled the leadoff spot, I also didn't want to screw anything up. You know, hey, he's so consistent for us. He's scoring runs. He's getting on base. Let's just leave it alone. But it became a deal where all of a sudden we have a couple other guys that maybe we can move ahead of him that are getting on base consistently and we can get him some more at-bats. And so we felt like we could juggle make the whole juggle yeah. and uh, and it's worked out and so Cole Posey's up up at the top and then Hunter to plan to get the switch hitter hitting in the two hole and then branch and it's uh, it's produced some runs for us several times uh, you know I think the first two times we, we did it we scored 10 so uh, you know those are always good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes you feel good when you score 10 yeah uh, so, so, so we'll see, we'll see how it continues throughout the throughout the next couple of weeks but right now that's kind of the plan. Good call. I mean, it's worked out really well
1: in the uh, four games since making that change. Uh, Pitching-wise, uh, Friday was, I mean, 14 walks. You gave up on Friday. But how did you feel about your starting pitching in all three games this weekend?
5: Well, I thought that they did well. I mean, I mean really, seriously. It was uh, Blake Helton threw, threw probably the better, best game that he's thrown this year for us. Um, Mason Marriott was very competitive in his, in his almost five innings. Um, just walked a couple too many guys and ran his pitch count up where we had to get him out. And uh, and then, then, you know, Saturday was also good with uh, with Will Rigney. And so, you know, the starting pitching is such a big deal because if, if you don't get five four five six innings out of your starter, then, man, you just you wear your bullpen out in a three-game series. And, and our bullpen can do good things if we can keep them in the right amount of innings and the right amount of times that they need to be out there and be mm-hmm. seen but when you overstretch them then 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 they're down and uh so we need those starters to continue to do that, give us four, five, six innings out there and uh, get into the ball game. Yeah, saw that this weekend.
1: Uh, I don't think – I think I'm right in saying you don't have a designated closer per se, but Hamilton Oliver got saves in your two wins this weekend. Would he be, at this point, I guess your best guy in that spot?
5: Yeah, if we haven't used him at that point yeah. in time. If we haven't used him at that point in time and we're trying to close it out, yeah. I mean, Hamilton's been the most consistent guy that we've got out of the bullpen. Doesn't seem to change his blood pressure when the game's on the line. He can make pitches. He can pitch, pitch you know, pretty, pretty much equally well against both right-handers and left-handed hitters. And so, uh, yeah, he's not. I wouldn't say he's your designated closer. Oh yeah, this is our closer, mm-hmm. because you know we might use we might use Hamilton in the sixth inning of a game. We might we might have a chance to win the game in the sixth, yeah. where we could lose it in the sixth if we yeah. don't use him. But we're going to use him whenever we think it's the most. Uh, most advantageous leverage spot for us. Yeah, which was kind of the case, wasn't it, with uh,
1: Cole Stasio one of those nights. He came in maybe the sixth inning. I think you needed him in that spot.
5: Now, yeah, that's what, what you just got to do. I mean, you know, sometimes you you can screw it up and lose the game in the sixth, seventh inning yeah. trying to hold on to your best relievers for the eighth and ninth. Um, and, and, and you might need to win the game in the sixth or seventh inning and then be able to just coast on in the rest of the way. So. Uh, We'll use those guys to the, the, you know, again, where it's to our best advantage to use them where we can get them to get us out of a mess and, and get us back up to the plate swinging the bat again. All right. Uh, Interesting. You won the series here, two of three from Oklahoma. Uh,
1: Have you seen that in the Big 12 so far, the home team has won 13 of the 15 series in
5: conference play? What does that say to you? Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, you know, the league's really competitive, I think, top to bottom. I mean, uh, you know, here we are. We're we're, we're towards the bottom of the the standings, uh, you know, tied down there probably with Oklahoma and, you know, I mean, uh, we've won our two com- our conference series at home. We've lost our two yeah. series on the road. OU's won their series against TCU at home. They've lost on the road to K State and lost to us. So, you know, it's kind of how it's worked. I think, uh, you know, Kansas showed us something this weekend by going and beating West Virginia on the road. I think mm-hmm. that that was an impressive, by, by, you know, move by them. But very few, very few teams are going on the road and winning. And so. Uh, i'd like to keep it that way this week (laughs) you are at home this week yeah uh
1: road game midweek going up to dallas baptist coming up on tuesday but then texas coming in this weekend this really big week ahead
5: yeah it's another really big week is exactly right you know and uh doesn't get any easier right you got to go up and play dbu uh you know who we beat here earlier in the in the spring and and so I'm sure they'll be gunning for us, and we need to go up there and try and try and pull out a win on Tuesday. And then, then yeah, I'll obviously have the Longhorns here on on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we need a big crowd out here. We need a, you know, we had a great crowd on on Saturday here for the for the game with OU. We need big crowds here this weekend. Going to do some neat things. Going to honor some people, Michael Griffin, I think uh, on, on on Friday or Saturday this week. Um, you know, as a Baylor legend. So we need big crowds here this weekend. Really cool. All right. Hey, thanks for the visit. Appreciate it. And good luck this week. Thanks a lot, John. Appreciate you. Thanks, Baylor fans.
1: Mitch Thompson, Baylor head baseball coach, and uh, does set up a big week ahead on the road at DBU tomorrow night. 6.15 airtime, 6.30 first pitch with Tom Barfield and Max Calderon tomorrow from Dallas Baptist. And then home to host Texas this weekend. Games Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for the Bears and the Longhorns, and uh, I think we saw it this past Saturday, Aaron, uh, as the weather gets nicer, crowds picking up, really good games, good uh, rivalry games, and there's not a better rivalry going, you know, than Baylor and Texas. So I bet you we have great crowds at the ballpark all weekend.
2: Oh, absolutely. I I, I don't have any doubt that the, the crowds will be great. It's Texas. The, the weather is just going to be absolutely amazing. Yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to it.
1: Let's hope the weather is amazing for several reasons. Uh, I will not be at the ballpark at all this weekend. this is MJ's wedding weekend. oh that's right yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so uh, so they've got these games covered without me and that'll be fine but uh, let's hope the weather is absolutely perfect on uh, Saturday and no don't even look at it there okay. don't don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's still
2: it's still five days away. We yeah, exactly. We'll right. get a little closer. before right. we worry about that. Don't the look ass. at that.
1: So it is it is an outdoor wedding. MJ and Caroline Krimpa on Saturday. It's at the Earl Harrison House, the historic home in Waco, which is really cool. I've uh,
2: I've attended one wedding there. Have you really? Yeah, it's it's just gorgeous. It's, it's a great beautiful. place to get married.
1: It is really cool. If we, you're
2: if you're the marrying type. <laughs>
1: Not for you, right? You're <laughs> going go to, to go a to a
2: wedding if you're me. Yeah. <laughs> go to a wedding.
1: <laughs> but uh, it, it's really nice. It had fallen into some disrepair just because during COVID, it wasn't used at all. And, uh, you know, they have really fixed it up. Flowers are blooming out there. And it's going to be really, really nice. So we're looking forward to that. And uh, I'm sure we'll have more wedding talk as the week <laughs> progresses heading into uh, MJ and Caroline's wedding on Saturday. All right, uh, let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Haven't touched on the Masters yet. Talking about weather, uh, man, they had some serious weather on Friday. Ended the round early on Saturday. Ended early, but so they had to pick up and finish the third round on Sunday morning, and then play the entire fourth round. Uh, John Rahm, the Spaniard who won it, played thirty holes on Sunday.
2: That's a lot. That is incredible.
1: That is a lot in uh, uh, under those conditions. But boy, their weather turned out absolutely beautiful in Augusta on Sunday. So, John Rom, the winner of the eighty seventh Masters, fun to watch that. Just fun to watch uh, the uh, uh, CBS broadcast of the Masters uh, from Augusta all weekend. Take a break. More on that when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. They are quiet today. They are closed today, and they deserve it. They had the uh, fabulous Easter brunch yesterday. One of their biggest events of the year, Easter brunch and Mother's Day brunch. So they they deserve a day off, if not a couple.
2: Saw some pictures of the lovely Rupley family. The who Rupleys had, were there. I had, saw yeah, that. Yeah, Easter brunch at the Baylor With Club. the Easter bunny. Yes, <laughs> it looked amazing.
1: Yeah, so uh, there were uh, great crowds there yesterday for the, I don't know, great crowds. That makes it sound like these, these should be right. No, patrons. I know what you mean. There's yeah. got to be another word right. than crowds, but... Uh, Well-attended Easter brunch at the Baylor Club yesterday. One of the great events that they have, but so many more. Check it out on the web: thebaylorclub.com. Thebaylorclub.com is the website. Main numbers: two five four seven one zero eighty eighty. Check it out. Call for questions, membership opportunities, uh, reservations, anything at two five four seven one zero eighty eighty. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium.
0: Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. They've submitted a fully financed bid for the Washington Commanders
4: that meets Dan Snyder's $6 billion asking price. It's like, Dan, thanks for being a despicable owner. Thanks for
0: being, you know, just a complete slime ball. Oh, here's $6 billion to go away. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
3: Hi, everybody. It's Jimmy with Advanced House Leveling. I just wanted to say thanks for everything you've done for us and our family over four decades. And I'm the funny, goofy dude on the radio, but this is kind of serious because your homes are serious. Nothing's funny about a foundation problem. If you do have a problem, give us a call 254-235-4922 or fixitjimmy.com and we'll do our best to protect your house. And once again, thanks y'all. Hi,
4: this is Chuck Morgan of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the home of Baylor Athletics and Rangers Baseball. ESPN Central Texas emerson tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line branson tractors for over 30 years and they're excited to announce that branson has now teamed up with time to combine their forces emerson's commitment to exceptional service outstanding value and innovative machinery is now bigger stronger and better if you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior come see the all-new lineup of time tractors today at the locally owned and operated emerson tractors in robinson where service is their name
1: You're back with us. Final segment, John Morris show on a Monday. We appreciate you being with us, son. Trying to pop out here this afternoon, and uh, looking forward to uh, just going to speak it into being. It's going to be a great weather week all week, especially through Saturday.
2: Uh, yeah, I hope it's like it was yesterday.
1: Oh, that would be ideal.
2: I uh, we we ate at about four thirty. Okay, and so. It was like it's nice. It's a little sunny and I usually don't go out when the sun's out. But I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna get a little sun. So I walked for about <laughs> an hour, then eight. And even though I was stuffed, yeah, we got through at about six thirty. And at like seven, I was like, you know what? It's 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 too nice to sit inside. So I went and walked again. Oh, I nice. Ended up about Very eight, good. eight miles in yesterday.
1: Wow, eight miles.
2: Yeah, it was a gorgeous weather.
1: It was a good day for that. Really good. So uh, hopeful it is great, great weather all week. All right, the Matt Mosley Show is coming up next. Aaron, what do you guys have planned between 4 and 6 today?
2: We will talk with Baylor women's golf head coach Jay Goble. And we will also talk with Matt Lively from KCEN Channel 6 Sports Plus. A new segment today. Oh. I don't know whether I should give it away or not. It's going to oh. be in the first. In Just the, tease it. Right at the first of the show. I think
1: I know what you're going to. Yeah. I yeah. think I know what's coming.
2: New segment right at the beginning <laughs> of the show. around. Well, not right at the beginning, but around 410. All
1: right. Very good.
2: Uh, we'll have that. We'll have Campus Confidential. Lots of uh, transfer portal news from over the weekend. And uh, any breaking news that happens in the next two hours.
1: Very good. So all that coming up on the Matt Mosley Show. Keep it right here, 4 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, we'd like to share birthdays with you. And uh, let me go back to yesterday, okay? Because yesterday was Ward White's birthday. Happy birthday to Ward from oh, yesterday. Nice.
3: Happy yeah, birthday. yeah.
1: I came in, stationed here today. I went here yesterday, but came in, expected balloons and confetti and some leftover cake and Sure, it's here. I just haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I haven't
2: even been in the kitchen to see. We need to go check. (laughs) Right. Happy birthday, Ward. Make sure, because I'm not missing out on free cake.
1: (laughs) Day late, but happy birthday uh, to Ward White. Paul Carr's birthday was yesterday. Charles Dixon, Matty Reed's birthday. Frank Ditta, former Baylor offensive lineman. Scott Beckwith, his birthday was yesterday. Go Bruiser. Um, And yesterday was also uh, Noah Helsher's birthday. Happy birthday to Noah. Noah is a great guy, a big Baylor fan, and I uh, appreciate his friendship. So happy birthday to Noah Helsher. A day late, but uh, no less sincere. Happy birthday to you. All right, today, uh, now on the 10th, today is Donald Citrano's birthday today. Happy birthday to uh, Donald down at the Coffee Shop Cafe in McGregor. Happy birthday, Donald it is Tommy Kalina's birthday. Uh, Tommy's a big Baylor fan out, uh, out in Hewitt or works in Hewitt. I'm not sure where he lives, but happy birthday to Tommy. It is John Singletary's birthday. John uh, on the Baylor campus. Happy birthday to him. It is Patrick Hunter's birthday, former Baylor basketball guard. Uh, it is Ron Fulan's birthday today. Ron, uh, longtime broadcaster. Thousands of games under his belt. Happy birthday to Ron Thulin. Always fun when we run into each other on the road. Last time was in Lubbock when we were there for basketball. Baylor men were playing uh, one night, and the Tech women were playing somebody the next night, and Ron was there for the Tech women's basketball TV broadcast. So ran into each other at the uh, Overton Hotel. Happy birthday to Ron Thulin. And uh, today is Boog Shambi's birthday. John Boog shambi. Uh, do you know the name? If you don't, you, you know his work. He does a ton of games, basketball and baseball for ESPN and ESPN Radio and uh, is the TV voice of the Chicago Cubs now. And uh, add this to, to Boog's resume. He is the voice on the MLB at bat games. You know the PlayStation at bat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Boog is the one who who voices all that stuff. Oh wow. So I was talking to him one time. I said, "What what's that like when you got to go into a studio and record?" He said, "Oh, it's mind numbing, but it's fun." He said, "You you go in and you plan on four or five hours just recording. You know all these different scenarios. Mm-hmm. Foul ball, hit to the right side." Grand Slam. You know, just all these right. things he's got that to too. record. Yeah, 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 that's it. And he just records for hours on time and at a time and then comes back in and records more. So uh, it's funny, our grandson Truitt uh, is a big fan of MLB at bat, has the game, and has really learned a lot about baseball and a lot about the teams and a lot about the players from playing MLB at bat. So it's been very, I'm going to say, educational for him, you know, in in the sports world. And, uh, so I said to Boog one time, he was doing a Baylor game and I told him about Truett and I said, he loves the game. I said, Hey, let me get with you and let's record, uh, you record saying, Hey, here's Truett beard up to bat, you know, cause uh-huh. Truett would recognize his voice right, from, the from the game. The game yeah. And he laughed and said, yeah, let's do that. Let's make that happen. So that was early in the season. He was doing a Baylor game. And, uh, then it seemed like we went a month or more and didn't cross paths and then I saw him at, where was that? Maybe at Kansas he was doing the game. Did he do that game? I don't remember. But wherever it, 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 it ran into him. He was doing another game. And he brought up, without me asking, he said, hey, I got your grandson in the game. And I said, what do you mean? He said, last time I was recording, I got, it's Truett, right? And I said, yeah. He said, I got Truett in the game. So he recorded him. And somewhere in the game, MLB at bat oh, 23 wow. says, is Truett Beard. Oh, wow. <laughs> so the game is just out as of the last couple of weeks. And I want to see it. I mean, I want to hear it. And I know Truett will be fired up to oh, hear that. Oh, he
2: is going to be Isn't that cool? over the moon. Yes. Like, really, that's going to – I think you may be underestimating how big <laughs> that's <laughs> no, going to be for him when he finds I'm not out. Not underestimating it because uh, I think it's really big. going to be – First you gotta find it, but right. I mean he is gonna be yeah the envy of all his friends. Isn't that great? Yep. Everybody that plays that game is like, no. And then we you know, <laughs> he's able to find it and be like, Nope, there
5: it is.
1: But how That's great. Pretty is, incredible. How great is Boog. He remembered that conversation and when he was recording, he put his name in there. So nice. that was really cool. So it's Boog Shambi's birthday today. Uh, I owe that guy a lot. That's a great story. <laughs> all right. Who else do you have birthday wise today?
2: Uh, just a couple today. Uh Q tip from a tribe called Quest is fifty-three. Uh-huh. Steven Seagal, who if you haven't s- well, never mind. He uh Go ahead, you start If it. you haven't seen any of his movies lately, like in the past fifteen years, don't bother. He's still making movies. Yeah. And they are terrible. Really? And he barely moves, if that makes really? any sense. Yeah. I mean, even in the martial arts scenes, it's like he's standing still and does a little wow. he chops and throws people without moving. It's there's no effort. It's just
1: compared to what he used to do,
2: right? It's just really, really bad. So wow. don't you know? Enjoy under siege and his old movies if you like Steven Seagal. Skip the new stuff. But it is his birthday, so happy birthday to Steven Seagal. He is 71 today. Haley Joe Osment turns 35, just 35 years old. Mm, wow! Yeah, he obviously is most famous for playing the uh, Six Sense, the the kid on yeah. Sixth Sense. You know, I see dead people, but he was he's been a little quite a bit of stuff lately. The Probably the most recognizable thing I remember him from in the last couple of years is he had a pretty big recurring role on uh, Silicon Valley. Oh, really? On HBO okay. as, as, as a tech investor. Hmm. Uh, he was on quite a few episodes of that. He was really good. So happy birthday to Haley Joe Osment. He is only 35 years. Old. Yeah, only, That's still unbelievable. Uh, he's still only 35. But he was probably what, 9 years old in that movie? Probably,
1: so, yeah.
2: I guess it makes sense. And uh, let's see anybody else. Yeah, David Harbour turns 48 and he's one of those character actors. He he actually starred in uh <laughs> Violent Night, the Christmas film about oh, yeah. you know, yeah. about Santa has to Yeah. is trapped in a mall or whatever with Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like Die Hard with a Yeah. Except Santa is the good Christmas guy. Christmas theme, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, he he was also a crooked cop um, in the uh, in the first what was it Denzel uh, Washington movie? Oh, I'm just drawing a blank on it. I seen hmm. The Equalizer. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was a crooked cop in the first Equalizer. Anyway, great actor. He's been in a bunch stuff. So happy birthday to David Harbor. He turns 48.
1: Very good. Good list. Was Sixth Sense one of the best uh, twists at the end of a movie ever?
2: For me, it was, yeah. It was for me, too. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I And and I know people like my brother. I went to see it with my sister and my brother-in-law, and my brother-in-law figured it out. Yeah, uh uh-huh. uh-huh. um, And so did my sister, and they were talking about it. I didn't hear them, but they asked me if I figured it out. I was like, no, and I'm not saying I would have, but uh-huh. I really wasn't trying. Uh-huh. Right. I knew going in there was a... Twist ending, Mm -hmm. and I didn't want it to be spoiled. And I managed to watch it, one of the few these days that I managed to watch without it being spoiled. But I watched it not trying to figure it out. You know, same
1: here. Yeah, I I I really didn't know there was a big twist coming at the end. I wasn't trying to figure it out. Usually, I do. I try. Right. see it's trying to read ahead. You know, writing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But this one was not. But late in the movie, when the wife is sitting there and the ring. who has a Bruce Willis mm-hmm. when his ring falls out of her hand to the floor and he's sitting right there? It's that's the point where you think,
2: oh, yeah. he's
1: oh, I'm not gonna say it,
2: right? <laughs> but I it, think we can say it now, but probably, we'll still skip it.
1: Yeah, probably. But uh, I, I thought that was a great twist in that movie, one of the best ever.
2: Yeah, yeah. he uh he M Night Shyamalan, who, yeah, who directed that movie, had a couple of the now they got less and less great as uh-huh. he went along uh-huh. but like uh the twist to unbreakable I thought was uh-huh. fantastic. That was good. Yeah. And then when it got to like uh the village yeah. and uh the lady in the water I think. Yeah. And uh signs. Yeah. Those those twists weren't quite as good as, right. as the earlier right. movies but it's it's hard to keep that up, you know, when sure. you when you've done two that had that great a twist endings.
1: This one was so well, uh, well written and, mm-hmm. and well acted, I think, also has made it so great. So, Haley, what's his name? Haley Joel Osmond.
2: Yeah, Haley Joel yep. Osmond. Yep.
1: All right. So, his birthday today. All right. We appreciate you being with us. We're going to move out of here. Matt Mosley is coming in next. We appreciate uh, Mitch Thompson for being on with us. Thanks to Mitch. Baylor Baseball, big week ahead at Dallas Baptist tomorrow. Hosting Texas Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You heard Mitch say they'll uh, have a legend of the game. Michael Griffin is coming back to be the legend of the game this weekend. They were scheduled to have um, uh, Jason Jennings Jason Jennings this past Friday, but he got canceled because of the weather. So we'll push that to another date, I'm sure, and get Big Diesel here uh, for one of those coming up. But Michael Griffin coming up this weekend, and it's Baylor, Texas at Baylor Ballpark. Thanks to Mitch. We appreciate it. Aaron, thanks to you. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next.
5: Appreciate you, John. Thanks.